welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world. Welcome back for another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truth. It is me, Jenny Scott, Senior Content Developer here with ISSA and your solo host today. I'm flying solo, but we got a little bit of girl power going today. I have an amazing guest with me, um, really cool story. So I'm super excited for you guys to hear her story and a little bit about what she specializes in. But I have with me um, Miss Gabby Maydar. How are you, Gabby? Good. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited. Absolutely. I'm super excited to talk about our topic, specifically Pilates, because I actually do a little Pilates. I'm no expert, but I love it. It's pretty awesome. So I'm super excited to hear your story. But can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the industry? Yeah. So, uh, actually I was, um, I was a business major at ASU, not even in uh, fitness at all. I just liked to exercise. I was in sports in high school and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, I needed a break from life. So I took a semester off and decided to just start working out and reading, reading about nutrition and doing that. And that is when I went into exercise and wellness and realized my passion for it. So I went in that direction and it really kind of led me down a path of a whole new world. So I, I was a business and exercise and wellness, small business and exercise and wellness. And I didn't get into Pilates until uh, 2015. I was a personal trainer, am a personal trainer, but have been since uh, 2008 and stretch therapist in 2010. And was doing that for a long, long time. And really my Pilates journey started solely out of wanting to do it for myself. I didn't really want to teach it. I just wanted to do it. I loved it. I was passionate about it, but I needed it for me and not, not necessarily for, for anything else. You know, I, I liked personal training. I love personal training and stretch therapy and that's kind of where it took me. And now I own my own studio, but <laughs> a whole other journey. So sometimes we fall into things, not thinking that that's the direction where we're going to go, but that is basically how things happened. And, uh, I ended up purchasing the studio that I went into and, uh, took classes at for years and now I own it. So there we go. So side note for you, what year did you go to ASU for business school? I was, uh, at ASU and I graduated in 2007. So you might be, I think, two or three cohorts before my fiance who went there. And so I always ask, like, do you know my fiance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might actually get a rowdy group, apparently. <laughs> Very cool. So you said you, you were drawn to Pilates for personal reasons. What did you like about Pilates or what did you know about it that made you want to do it? You know, I I, I really loved personal training because I, I love personal training because I love the strength aspect of it. I actually had a background in um, weightlifting. so. The problem was, is when you solely do weightlifting, you don't get the flexibility aspect. So what I needed was the flexibility, the core strength, uh, the movement of it. I wasn't getting that from what I was doing in my day-to-day life. So when I 
started doing Pilates, it was, I was recuperating from a shoulder injury. I had a, a slight tear in my rotator cuff. I was still playing volleyball. Um, so I needed more of the functional movement than the strength training that I was still doing. So I wanted something a little bit different as we get older. Uh, we can't do the same kind of workouts that we do. Uh, so that was really what I wanted to do. And, and I ended up getting so much more out of it because Pilates really strengthens you in a lot of ways that you're, you don't realize you need, uh, because it is so functional because you're getting the movement and the flexibility, the breath, all of the things that it, that it combines to use together that you don't necessarily get when you're just lifting heavy or doing repetitive movements. So I really wanted to move better. And I am more flexible now that even as a stretch therapist and teaching stretch classes and doing stretch, I did not get from that. It was adding this additional piece that I really upped my game quite a bit with the Pilates. Absolutely. Yeah. Pilates has a way of humbling people, right? You might think mm -hmm. you're the strongest person in the world and then they put you on the chair and have you do like pikes on a chair and you're like, what in the world? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. I absolutely love it. I do it as a bodybuilder. I do it um, every now and again during prep. And it's just like you said, it's a great way to strengthen in ways that you can't with like dumbbells and a barbell or a cable machine. Mm -hmm. um, and it puts you in odd positions. And that's something as a strength coach, I work with all the time, odd position strength. Um, and I love it for that. So what are some of the other benefits of Pilates? I know it's great for, yes, strengthening you in odd positions, but what about core strength and like physical strength? Can you gain strength from Pilates? Yeah, absolutely. Some of, some of kind of the other, other than strength, you know, you get, it reconnects you with your body. A lot of body awareness because you're doing things that you don't normally do. I think sometimes when you put people in their feet in straps. They're like, uh, what are you doing? Why are you putting my feet in the air? And now I'm flailing around like a crazy person. So you're connecting. It's that body, body, mind connection that you don't get really anywhere else. Um, but you are pelvic health, spine, spine health, balance, stability, flexibility, mobility, um, so many other things, preventing injury, the toning your muscles, but toning them in, in, in a very different way because you're, you're leaning muscles, not building heavy strength. So you're doing things very slow and controlled instead of trying to do things with force, which I think we do in a lot of things. So you'll oftentimes when you're teaching someone or teaching a class, you see people try to move very quickly and you're like, ah, slow it down, buddy, slow it down. Cause yeah it's a lot easier to push hard or thrust, but to move in a slow and controlled manner, it makes it very, very difficult. Sometimes we'll go on the super lightest spring we have and have you put your arms up and just slowly move up and down. And it seems at first, if you just go up and down, it's like, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? But slow it down, control the movement, move with your breath, and then it's like, uh, you're shaking, your whole body's shaking. You can feel the core. You can feel your chest. You can feel your back. You're feeling every single itty bitty muscle in there that is like, holy cow, I had no clue. <laughs> yeah. And Gabby, would you say there's any special populations out there that could really benefit from Pilates training or do you think it's open for everybody? 
I, it's open for everybody, but I, I would say the people that we see the most are people that are people that are, do have injuries. Uh, we do see a lot of people with that because like I said, you get to a point where you've hurt yourself and can't do certain things and you think, oh, I can't do this anymore. So you're trying something different, something new, realizing, oh, I can do this and also do this, but I have to do this also. Um, we have a, a lot of older populations, so bodies, uh, but we do also have younger people that come in as well or in, in early in their 20s, even teenagers that come in too. So it really is open to anybody. We have athletes that come in. We work with some Cardinals players uh, that, you know, play for the the football team. So they come in. So they're coming in to help prevent injury or rehab from injury. So it's it really is open to anybody. It just kind of depends on what you're looking for in, in getting out of it, right? Absolutely. And in your studio, do you guys do mat Pilates or do you have the machines like the reformer, the Cadillac or the chair? We do both. Um, most of our classes are reformer. We do have full equipment. So we do have chair, we have wall towers, we have reformer towers, we have the mats, um, pretty much any piece of equipment that you could possibly think of. We have it. Uh, but we do also have a few mat classes because we do like people to get the fundamentals of Pilates as well, because the mat mat really is the fundamental of Pilates. So you're getting the actual core movements of Pilates and how it started and then going to the reformer as well. Yeah. So mm -hmm. once you like got into Pilates, what, at what point did you get certified or are you certified in Pilates or did you just kind of learn everything you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm certified. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a billion certifications, but yeah, I, so I had been a client for about two and a half years, uh, before I decided to go through the certification. I have been known about Pilates and taken Pilates since about 2009, but I, like I said, really it was, you know, into other things. And, you know, when you're kind of a one track mind and you're trying to grow your business and do focus on one thing and focus on a client in one way, I, I really wasn't thinking about it. Um, but I realized, you know, like with my personal training and, and adding the addition of the stretch therapy, not only did it grow my business, but it grew me as a trainer, as a fitness professional, to know more about the body, more about myself, more about the client as well. And adding that extra piece of learning Pilates, you're really learning even more. And I, I always, I always encourage people to do that extra, uh, extra certification and always continue learning because you can always learn something new always. I mean, you're never, you never know everything. Yeah. And even as a studio owner, I don't know everything. I'm still learning things from my teachers, learning from things from my clients constantly, you know? And, uh, I, I really decided to go into it because I just grew, grew to love it so much. And I, it, I saw how much it helped me and with my flexibility, with my strength, rehabbing my shoulder and, and the, really the benefits of it and what it added to, to me personally and what it could do for my, my business as well. That's awesome. So speaking of your business too, Gabby, a lot of our listeners are either new trainers or existing trainers and they're, you know, searching for ways to grow their business. Can you talk us through your early career as a personal trainer and then how you got into stretch therapy too? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good luck. Uh, no, yeah. 
it's hard. It's, it is really hard. I think if the reason we all get into this is because we're passionate about it, right? We love what we do. We're passionate about personal training or, or stretching or, or whatever it is, Zumba, whatever, whatever we're doing, we're passionate about. It. We love it. And then we get into the business part and we hate it, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. this sucks. This is so much work. But you really have to do, you can't do one without the other because you're selling yourself. You are selling yourself in this business and we all have to start somewhere. And when I started my first, uh, my first actual job after I, I interned, um, and I worked for, which is why I started in a building. I, I worked for a trainer, loved him. Uh, he was great. He taught me so much, but then I moved on from him and worked at a women's gym for about two what I loved about it was that I learned so much. I learned so much about the packages. I learned so much about what I didn't, didn't want just all of kind of the ins and outs. I wanted to do, do something, you know, go into that because you do want to see all of the different kind of facets of what it is to own a business or to be in a business because you can't just jump into it and be like, I'm going to have clients and I'm going to be the greatest ever because it's, you know, you don't know this from that. Um, I then decided to leave there and open my own gym, uh, which, so that's what I did. I decided to jump <laughs> and I got this right. <laughs> and I did that for almost two years as well. Um, until I separated from my business partners and, um, went out on my own. And I think the hardest part about it is that you're trying to build a business while doing everything on your own, because you're wearing all the hats, you're doing all the personal training, you're doing all the marketing, you're doing all the sales, you're trying to keep up with everybody, trying to, you know, keep up with your schedule. And it's a lot of work. And there are so many times when I just was like, ready to quit. I'm not making enough money. This is really hard. You know, how do I get more clients? What am I doing? Do I really want to do this with my life? And the answer was yes. Yes, I really did. And at some point I grew, um, I grew out of being on my own because at some point you have to realize that you only have so much time and you can only charge people so much. So I was very much at a point in my career where I could either double how much people were paying me and I wasn't really ready to do that, or I could merge my business with another business. And I decided to do that. I decided to move my business into Pilates and and buy that business and, and bring the two together. And, um, why I wanted to do that was because I wanted people working under me that could still run the business if I wasn't there. And it was the best decision because I needed to not have to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. But it took me a long time. It took me a long time to build that and to grow that and to nurture that, to get myself to the point where I was able to do that. Um, so it, it takes work, it takes determination, uh, but but it is possible. It's very, very possible. And, and that's where I am today. So yeah, I have 10 teachers that work for me. They they all, a lot of them, most of them, all of them are Pilates teachers. 
Some of them also do our TRX trainers. Some of them are also personal trainers. So, you know, I have kind of a mix of people under me. And we're back for another ISSA rapid review. Polyan had this to say about our bodybuilding specialist course. Almost all criteria are included to maximize the performance of an athlete in competition or in their daily workout routine. We're glad you liked the course. Thanks, Polyan. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Now, was the studio for sale at some point or did you just walk in and say, hey, so you ready to sell this place to me? <laughs> so she didn't have it up for sale, um, like advertising it up for sale, but she was kind of looking for the right person. She'd been asking around. She had a couple people in mind and none of them really worked out. But when I came along and she'd known me for a couple of years, cause I'd worked with her personally, um, had been taking classes there, had been taking privates from her. I brought in my dad, I brought in my mom and my sister. It was a whole family affair, you know? And, uh, she eventually asked me if I wanted to do that. You know, that's, she's the reason that I did start taking the certification. She's like, you need to do this. And she talked me into it. And so I did. And, and, uh, then she asked me if I wanted to, to buy the place. And it, it was about a year and a half process, um, of us working back and forth before we finally decided to go through with it. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. So yeah. as somebody who has purchased a business, is it, do you feel like it was easier? Not easier. I wouldn't use that word. Do you feel it was better for you to purchase a business that was already up and running? Or do you wish that you would have started from scratch and built your own? Having done both, <laughs> yeah. uh, I would say it was much easier to go into a business that has already been started. And I will say one of the things that I did do that made it an easy process was that I worked there. I worked there. I knew the clients. I knew the teachers. I knew the business. So when it took, was time for me to transition into the owner, I, they already knew me. They liked me. They were comfortable with me. So I wasn't just taking over as some random person. It was, oh, hey, there's Gabby. She's the new owner. Awesome. We're so excited for you. That's awesome. So there was never any one's going to take over and change everything. They felt like she's coming in and she loves this place and she loves us and she's going to take care of us. Mm -hmm. So it, it was, it was very much a smooth transition having opening a place before and starting it from scratch. It is very, very difficult because you are trying to start a place with zero clients or maybe a few clients and get them to come over here and get in the door and you know, start your business. And it's, it's, it's very, very, very difficult, um, to build that and grow that. And having come in, I knew that I could take a business that was already existing and maybe just needed a little bit of love and a few updates and, you know, just some nurturing that, that the previous owner, you know, she was turning 70, she was tired and just had put a lot of work into it. And just, it was time for her to, to kind of take a step back and um, she still teaches for me. So she's still there. It's not like she left. Um, so this, the transition was very, very smooth. And I, I would definitely say that that made it much, much easier than going in and starting everything from scratch because I didn't have to buy the equipment. I didn't have to design it. It was just move in and keep going. There's already money coming in. 
Yeah. And I love Gabby that you've done both. You've started your own, <laughs> you've gone into one that's existing. Cause I think I play around with it all the time, right? Do I want to get a sports performance facility or some kind of studio? Do I, I don't know. Do I want to buy? Right. So there's a lot of things out there. There's a lot of options, but for somebody out there, a fitness professional who's potentially looking into whether starting their own business, going to work for somebody else, buying something similar to your situation and the things that you've been through, what advice would you have for somebody who's like considering branching out on their own? You have to want to do it. <laughs> you have to really want to do it. I, if you are on the fence about, you know, do I want this or do, you know, I don't know. You have to really want it. I wanted it. I, I stepped back because I kind of was burned. I was burned out. I, I needed the time on my own to reevaluate what I wanted and what I wanted from business and when I was ready, that's when I jumped. But you have to really know what you want. If you're the type of person that's like, I need a paycheck every two weeks and I don't, I don't want to have to worry about it. I don't want to have to worry about the business. I don't want to have to think about it. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to know that the clients are coming in and that's it. It's not for you because it is 24. It really is. It's you are working all the time. And you know, now I'm at the point in my business where I did just promote one of my girls to one of my teachers to my man to manager, which I had a manager when I first came in and, and she left because she got another job, which you know, absolutely amicable, amicable. She was amazing. Um, but now I have another manager and she's amazing as well. So it's huge help. Uh, but you have to want it. You have to, you have to know something about business or care to know because you do still wear all the hats. Yeah. Um, and you also have to be willing to relinquish control because there are people that you should have under you that will help you run the business. You know, I have an accountant, I have a lawyer, I have a manager, I have teachers, I have people there to help me because I cannot do it all. There are not enough hours in the day. So understanding that you cannot be the only one and you need people there to help you and it is okay to allow them to do that for you um, is, is really important. So you really have to want to do it. Yeah. And overall, would you say this has been like a really rewarding journey for you? Yes. God, yes. I love it so much. I, I don't think I would want to be anywhere else. Uh, not at this time. I obviously have plans for the future cause I may be a little bit of a crazy person, but, um, <laughs> I think, I think you have to be to want to do this, but, uh, yeah, it's so rewarding. The people you meet, uh, just, I love it. I, I absolutely love every person that walks through that door. It, each person has a story. Each person has a different ailment that you try to figure out. Um, I love it when people come in and they're excited to see you or tell you what improvement they made or how happy they are or how grateful they are for you in the studio. And it's, it's very rewarding to know that what you do is so appreciated and so loved because you put so much love into it. You know, my whole heart goes into this and and every day that I go to work and every person that I meet and see. So yeah, it's, it's the most rewarding thing ever. That's awesome. I love that. And since you do have a staff of about 10, you said, right? 10 mm -hmm. trainers or 10 uh, teachers, but hello you. Awesome. So when you're looking at hiring somebody, for example, or potentially hire, hiring somebody for the people out there that are interested in Pilates or interested in getting certified in Pilates, what do you think makes a good Pilates instructor? What are you looking for? I look for enthusiasm. I look for a passion. 
I look for heart. I, I think there's, there's a lot of different things. I was very lucky to inherit some really amazing teachers. Um, and they're very dedicated to what they do, but I have hired a few, I have hired quite a few people, um, since taking over. And really the one thing that I have seen in them and that I see in all of them is that they have a passion for helping people. And it's not about how much they make, or it's not about, you know, how many hours they work. It's about, I know I'm going to start here, but this is where I want to be. And this is about them, not me. And that is a big thing because you have to be passionate about what you do, because at the end of the day, it's, it's about them. You're there for them. You're there to help them. And if you love them, you're going to be great at your job and you're going to do better and you're going to get more hours and you're going to build your classes because they see that people, you may not think that people see that, but they really, really do. They come into your classes and they see your passion and they see your love and they see your care that you take for them. And that's what really builds your business and builds your brand as a person. So, um, that's kind of what I ask people, you know, what, what have you done in the past? What do you do? What do you love about it? And, and you can kind of see how people feel and, and what they, what they want and their expectations are. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is a hundred percent true in any part of the industry, but you're absolutely right. You have to love what you're doing because not once did you mention they have to be able to keep books, right? They have to be able to use uh, the MBO. They have to be able to, like system stuff. You can teach people the, the systematic stuff, right? Yep. If you don't have the personality, the drive, the desire to want to help people and to actually like put your words, like put some action behind your words and actually do it, right? Show that passion to people, then it doesn't matter. But the other stuff you can teach them, right? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if, if you're saying, you know, if what you're saying to me is, you know, whatever isn't worth it, then you don't care about the client. You care about you. And really at the end of the day, this job is, it's not about you. If, I mean, I've said a million times I could be doing something and making five times more money than oh. I do. Believe me, but I love what I do. It brings me so much joy. And that's, I, I couldn't imagine sitting behind a desk or, you know, working a different job and hating what I do and being miserable. I want to go into work and see smiling faces. I want people to, you know, be grateful and thankful that I'm there and they are, and you build these relationships. I know people's kids. I know I've been to their weddings. I know when their family members die. I mean, you are a part of their family and a part of their lives for so I have clients I've had for 13 years you are a part of these people's lives and you are a part of these people's lives forever. And even clients that have left me, you know, for whatever reason, because they moved or whatever, they still contact me today. And, and I'm still a part of their life, even 10, 15 years later, because you are that important to them and you become family. And, and that's really what it's about. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. We all have those days. You mentioned it earlier, those days where you were like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I got to quit. And then you turn around the next day and you're like, I can't quit you. <laughs> yep. There's so much drawing you back. And that's how you know you're in the right spot and you're where you meant to be, which is cool. Yep. Absolutely. All right, Ms. Gabby. So tell us about Fitcations. What is this situation? Yeah. So Fitcations are super fun. Uh, basically what I do is uh, I take people on fitness vacations all around the world. I have two scheduled for next year, uh, June uh, 10th 
uh, no, 13th through the 18th of next year, we're going to Vancouver. And then September 10th through the 18th of next year, we're going to Slovenia, which is uh, right next to Italy, like the northern side of Italy. Um, and what it is, is, um, a vacation basically. And then we add a little bit of fitness. So we'll do like hiking or biking or, um, a daily yoga. We'll do a daily fitness class. We'll do something that has to do with fitness, but it's not like a retreat where you're going to be doing meditations and writing in a journal and doing yoga all day. It is, it is a vacation with a little bit of fitness sprinkled in. We eat food, we do tons of fun things and we just have a really, really great time. It's all planned out for you. And if you want to, if you want to do the things we do, you do, if you don't, then you go and get a massage and have a cocktail. And that's, that's what it is. It's, it's really, really amazing so much fun and you can meet new people and just enjoy life, enjoy new places and not have to worry about a thing because everything is all planned out. All you have to do is book it and go show up. So you do all the planning and everything and they just kind of, it's like a, you're like a travel agent for this kind of thing. Yep. Where do you get the people that go on these trips with you? Is it like from your studio? Do you kind of put it online and anybody can join? Yep. Anybody can join. Um, I do get people from the studio, but anybody from all over the world can meet us there and yep, it's open to anyone. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. So in a minute here, you're going to have to tell us where we can find like the page where we can see your upcoming vacations so we can check this out and share it with everybody. But it's, it's not like you don't already do enough. Like you, you have a lot going on, but you also host a podcast. So tell us a little bit about your podcast and where can we find it? Uh, it's called the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People, and I have uh, all kinds of guests on it from fitness professionals to hypnotherapists to doctors to um, nutritionists, pretty much all kinds of people, people that have lost tons of weight. Um, some of my former clients or current clients are on it as well, uh, just telling people, telling their story. Uh, I want people to be on it that are really relatable, people that you can understand their story. So we have stories of, uh, a former abuse or drug addiction, or, um, just like huge amounts of weight loss. one of my clients lost over hundred pounds. One of my clients had, um, weight loss surgery. So just anything under the sun that you could possibly relate to, those are people I talk to. And I love to, I love to hear people's stories. So I wanted to get those stories, uh, out there as well. So, uh, that's on my website at destinationfitcations.com, which is where you can find my fitcations. Um, but you can also find my podcast on there and it's on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, you know, just all over the Fit Minute podcast. But I've got a uh, hundred episodes out now. And nice. um, yeah, it's I love it. I I think it's really inspiring to hear people's stories and know that you, you know, you may have been through it too, and you're not the only one. So yeah, absolutely. And that's so nice to be able to relate to other people. Cause sometimes we all do it. There's times where things happen and we're like, am I the only one? And trust me today, I think it was, they announced on NPR that, that we hit 8 billion people on this planet. I promise <sighs> you, you're not the only one. <laughs> absolutely. Oh my gosh. Totally. Yeah. Out of 8 billion people, if you're the only one, you are an anomaly. Like that is amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I, I remember being like in middle school and they were like, there's 7 billion people on the planet. But as of like, I guess this week we hit 8 billion by their estimates. Crazy. So that people. is pretty crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you shared your website where we can find your fitcations and your podcast. Where else can our listeners find you, Gabby? 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, you can at destination fitcation underscore fitcations. You can find me at at Pilates Tempe. You can find me at Gabrielle Mazar uh, on Instagram and also on Facebook as well. Um, or you can find us on, find me on my websites. I have 18 of those as well. No, I just Pilates Tempe uh, com or destination fitcations.com as well. Nice. And you are a local. I'm here in Scottsdale, Arizona too. So anybody in Arizona who wants to try out or go take some Pilates classes, definitely check it out. Pilates Tempe. That's awesome. I might actually have to step by. Yes, <laughs> please come by. We, I'd love to have yes. you. Yes. I'll bring my fiance with me. Um, he loves Pilates actually. At first I didn't think he would like it, but he actually, he low-key likes it. <laughs> like, I feel stronger and his back doesn't hurt anymore. Gabby. Um, that, yes. Yes. Back pain. That's core, core strength. There you go. <laughs> yep, he's killing it. And that's so awesome. But thank you so much for sharing your story, story with us, Gabby. This has been super fun. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And I usually ask, do you have any last words, any pieces of advice, anything that you usually say, your normal closing line for our listeners today? Um, just have faith in yourself. Uh, I know it's, it's hard. Running a business is hard and starting out is hard. So don't give up have faith in yourself. It's like that little cartoon where the guy's chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. And then he turns back and the other guy gets the diamond. So just keep working at it. And if you truly love what you do and are passionate about what you do, then don't, don't give up, you know, the diamonds are there. Absolutely. I love that. And again, I love your story and your proof that sometimes you might be doing something that you feel is best for you and you might come across an opportunity, right? Doors close all the time, but windows open too. Absolutely. So I love that you had a great opportunity to own a studio and you're one of the fortunate ones out there. And there's a lot of people out there who would love to follow in your footsteps. So again, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. Absolutely. And to our listeners out there, we always encourage you as usual, make good choices. We'll be talking to you soon. Yeah.